0: Tandem Nomads, episode 206. I love podcasting because it allows me to connect with my community in a really authentic and vulnerable way.
1: Hello Nomad Nation, welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host Emel Terregi, I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. Podcasting. Today is all about podcasting and I can't believe that it took me so long to get started with this episode. I've been wanting to make an episode about podcasting for so long as I had so many of my clients and my friends asking me some tips about it. And I think everything happens for a reason, I guess. Uh I guess it's a great sign because today I finally found the person I would love to do this episode with, an expert in podcasting who is teaching People, how to podcast. So, Regina Larco, Regina, are you ready for this ride?
0: Oh, I'm so ready. Amel, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. I'm such a huge fan of your show. You are an amazing podcaster. I learn so much from you every time I listen to your show. And I just can't share more about the magic of podcasting and what
1: it can do for people, what it did for me. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much, Regina, for being here. We've been exchanging for many years now, a couple of years, and I'm really, really happy to have you on board here to, uh, to help our listeners on some key information that you need on podcasting. But before we go into that, Nomad Nation, I want to tell you a little bit about who is Regina. So Regina is passionate about leveraging the power of voice to drive positive change. She's born and raised in Vienna. She established herself as a leader in podcasting and social impact in Hong Kong. Regina is a TEDx speaker, Hong Kong Tetler, named her one of the 10 women who are shaping Hong Kong for the better. This is amazing. And Green Queen and. Named her one of the 10 women changing the future of impact in Asia. Also know that her podcast, a hashtag impact, marries two passions in Regina's life, audio and purpose-driven work. The show received an honorable mention in the Golden Crane Awards 2020 and is ranked in the top 10% of almost 2 million podcasts globally. So Regina mentors inspiring and new podcasters to give them her, the confidence, tools and resources they need to find their own podcasting success with her online program that she calls Start Your Podcast, Make an Impact. So I try to summarize your incredible journey in just a few keywords here and there, but it's been wonderful, wonderful to watch you even in the past couple of years keep growing while having three one after the other they are not on my cv i should put them on my cv right it's been so inspiring some kind of accomplishment oh my gosh i remember asking myself how do you do all of that while you know giving birth and and raising kids so this is something that i think you should definitely be proud of all these achievements on top of that so tell me regina let's (laughs) let's um Maybe have a quick before we go into podcasting, giving some tips. And I'd love to to hear more about your story a little bit. Uh, how did you get to be in China and now in Hong Kong, and start this podcast show that's called Hashtag #Impact? Yeah, how did that happen? How did
0: I end up here? Uh-huh. Um, I, I I was always very you know happy growing up in Vienna. I have a great, amazing family there. I have it's my home base i I unlike you, Amel, I learned so much about you in your recent episode. I've always lived in one place, Vienna. That was all I knew until I was twenty one. And then I decided to study for one year in Beijing. And there was a reason for that because I was a China studies major. Mm. So it made sense for me to go to China and live there for a while to get fluent in Mandarin. And, you know, from there, everything kind of happened. i bumped into a handsome Swedish man that I fell in love with, that Mm. I ended up marrying and having three kids with. (laughs) And that really started our kind of like, how should I say, a tandem journey, because we went back to Europe. We lived in, in, in Sweden for a while. We lived in Vienna for a while. And as we both had this background in China studies and this interest in living in China, uh, we just packed our bags in 2008. That wow. was, and we moved to Shanghai uh, without a job, without anything. We were really uh, risk-taking, brave. We were not on a, like an expat contract or anything like that. We just arrived in China and looked for a job, um, and that worked out. It worked out, and we were both working in mainland China uh, for a few years. First in Shanghai, then I had the opportunity to work in Beijing so he followed me first Mm -hmm. um, as my tandem (laughs) and then he established himself in Beijing found a great job there and then his job brought us to Hong Kong and that's where in Hong Kong it really is where I where my audio journey begins where I kind of rediscovered that love I always had for audio, radio. I'm such a fan of listening to radio and podcasts. And that was the time when I then also started a family. Uh, So I knew I wanted to have a career that allows me to balance my motherhood, family life with my job. And in Hong Kong, there is not much maternity leave. I knew that. I don't know how much it is now. I think they just raised it to, I don't want to say anything wrong. I think it's like 12 weeks or so now. Anyway, I thought that's not enough. I want more. Uh, (laughs) And I thought the only way to do that is if I'm continuing freelancing, what I did at that time, or why not start something for myself on my own? And that's
1: how hashtag impact podcast started that's amazing. So I've been listening to your podcast and it's in fact full of impact very inspiring stories of people who make an impact uh, through their businesses and their startups is very, very fascinating but what what is what was your goal and what is impact hashtag impact today how does it look like for you today as a business? Mm-hmm. What it really has become, is a community of people that are
0: passionate about telling stories that drive positive change and using their voice to do that. So what started with me in my bedroom in Hong Kong, in my (laughs) tiny bedroom, recording and editing my first episodes, interviewing nonprofit leaders, social enterprise founders, now has turned into a whole range of co-hosts where I, together with my team, tell stories from all over the globe. So I have interns that are learning how to start a podcast and then they, I force them, you know, they're so nervous, but I say, take your phone, go out, do an interview. Next time you meet someone inspiring... Just ask them some questions, mm-hmm. and then I help them to learn. How do you edit that? How you do you tell the story? And then I actually publish it on hashtag Impact Podcast. So I'm not the only voice interviewing oh. on hashtag Impact anymore. Uh, we have um, we have like uh, how many are we now? We have like five uh, regular co-hosts wow. uh, that are recording from Hong Kong, Sydney um now honolulu new york did i forget someone berlin and then we also have additionally um i'm just gonna have a call with this amazing woman who is in bali who is also interested in in doing that so there are more and more people joining uh joining me to share stories that they feel inspired by so that we can inspire our community and that's really at the core and at the heart of hashtag impact podcast that everyone can make a positive impact in their own little ways it doesn't need to feel overwhelming it can actually feel very empowering and and
1: This is so inspiring. I love that passion that we can hear in your voice about making that impact. And this is so brilliant, this idea of building a community of different hosts and and actually mentoring and training people to become podcasters. And then you actually share the episode on the show. This is brilliant. Um, So let's actually, speaking of podcasting, let's dive into it. I think our listeners are dying to know, all of you know, who are considering to start a podcast. We both, Regina and I, highly recommend you to consider it. I think both of our journeys have been transformed from the first episode we recorded. I don't know if you agree with that, Regina.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. It's amazing the growth you make as a podcaster. I think that's, I'm happy that we discussed that today because I think that's what a lot of people just don't know. When you are not doing it yet, how are you supposed to know? So it's, great that we can talk about that.
1: So before we go into the technicalities of what to consider when we want to podcast, where are the benefits of podcasting? Why choosing podcasting versus another medium when we want to, for instance, start a portable business and create our own content?
0: The intimacy is something that is priceless Mm. and powerful and absolutely underestimated. I think people that are not listening to podcasts themselves just yet or they just heard about it because now it's trendy uh, you have to experience it for yourself what it does to you. And I would just recommend an, a simple exercise. yeah if you next time you watch something um, on a video on YouTube, you watch an interview, you watch a series or you watch a movie. Uh, just for a few minutes close your eyes and just listen to that same conversation. And all of a sudden, you will notice that you will feel the whole conversation inside your body. (laughs) That's what happens to me always. And that's something that is is so incredibly powerful and then it does it really doesn't matter because everyone starts with zero and I think that that's what's imita- uh, intim- intimidating a lot of people that oh I don't have an audience yet who's gonna listen to this that was my biggest worry when I started but you know if they're just five people listening to you in that way like really listening without any other distractions you 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 have, so much potential to share your ideas and visions and messages with what you want to make an impact with your listeners that I really think no
1: other medium can. Yeah, this is so powerful. So Nomad Nation, I hope that you do embrace this medium. I I agree so much with you with the notion of intimacy and impact and that relationship that we build with our community and listeners is just so, so powerful. Um, So Nomad Nation, we are going to talk about a lot of different things to help you uh, get started a little bit with podcasting, get familiar with it, Uh, but know that Regina has her own course where she teaches you how to start and run and also launch your podcast. So make sure to check out in the show notes of this episode, tandemnomads.com slash 206, we'll mention all the resources. But we will also have a free resource for you to download with all the key information that you need to get familiar and get started, warmed up a little bit with podcasting. So as we go um, through this episode, make sure to not miss uh, this freebie and download it on on tandemnomads.com and 206, episode 206. What we will do is divide this conversation into three parts that I call the three Ps. When I talk to my clients about podcasting, I think before starting a podcast, there's all the preparation before like the strategy and everything so the first piece the preparation the second is the production and the third one is the promotion so in terms of preparation I'd love to know where do you what do you think are the key things to think about before even starting the podcast
0: I would like to encourage your listeners to have a really big vision for their show and to think about what they want to achieve with their podcast in like three years time what is it that they want their podcast to help them with and that can be so many different things for some people it is like it was for me I just wanted to connect with people that inspired me that was my big goal Also for three, looking into a three-year plan. I wanted to build a network of people, of changemakers that inspire me, that I could build a relationship with. So the relationship building part was a great uh, aspect for me. But for everyone, it's different. So really think about what is it that you right now want to Learn, for example? Is there something new you want to learn? A topic you actually want to familiarize yourself with? Is there something where you want to establish yourself in a new field? Are you changing careers? Is there something that you want other people to know about you? Uh, What should this podcast do for you? Um, Because when you're thinking of it that way, then all of a sudden you understand you're not just launching a podcast. Mm. I also thought I would just be launching a podcast. That's not what you do. That's Mm. not what you do. What you really do is putting your voice out there so that you can establish yourself as an expert in your field, that you can build these new relationships, um, or also, yeah, that you can learn new things. Um, That's where I start always with my students in my, in my course to really do a, a, like a really thorough check-in with yourself, answering a lot of questions about, dig deep into what is it that, where, where do you want to be and how can your podcast help you? get there.
1: That's so important. That's that's where you should start. I'm so grateful that you bring this up. And this is so, so important. Know why you're doing this and what is your goal with that? Because if you don't have that clear, it will be very difficult to actually be consistent and actually reach the audience you want to reach. Um, So on top of what you said, knowing what it wants to do for you, I think it's also important to think about once that's clear, who do you want to reach and what should it do for this person which leads me to the avatar that we often talk about like your ideal avatar that is a technical term to define that ideal listener for a podcast show so how would you help somebody define that ideal listener the avatar of a show I think that's one of the most fun parts of the whole process Uh,
0: when I first started it was really intimidating Again, I think when you start something new, it's always intimidating. And when I heard the word avatar for the first time, I was like, what is that? That sounds like from Star Trek or something (laughs) weird. Like, what is that? Uh, But when you break it down, really what it is, is to to make up and dream up your super fan. And that's so, so exciting to do. So how I'm doing it with, uh, with my students is uh, a beautiful questionnaire uh, where I run them through, how old is that person? What does this person look like? What does this person wear? Where does this person go shopping? What other podcasts is this person listening to? Um, what other movies is this person watching? Does this person have kids? Where does this person live? Um, what are the, these person's questions, worries, challenges? What keeps them up at night? Um, where? What's their favorite food? So you really make up uh, a person from scratch one person. Mm. Um, and there is no right and wrong, but you you define who this super fan would be. And what is so powerful about that is that every time, and that has happened to me a lot along the way as well, because you will grow, you will transform, you can allow yourself that your show will evolve. Nothing is put in, in stone. Of course, you will change things up. But having that Avatar, that super fan of yours, and going back to what you wrote down originally helps you also then sometimes to make hard decisions yep. and take maybe a different approach in your podcast or wonder like, could I try that part out? A good example I can give you from one of my students uh, who launched who just launched her second um, her second season. I'm so proud of her. Mm. Stories for the future. Check That's out her so awesome good. podcast, and she started. Uh, recording this podcast in Norwegian because uh, she is she is not a native speaker. So she wanted to kind of get comfortable with recording. And she was very insecure about it because her long-term goal was actually to have a global audience and to record in English. Uh, but you know what? It didn't matter that she started off And she had this avatar and all that. And that person would be a person uh, in Norway at first. And then, of course, you can and are allowed to adjust that in the future, in the future as well. But when you start out, you have to start somewhere. And writing that down and
1: making up that person that that will love your show. My it my avatar, so her name is Lena, and every single time that you know, I I have to make a strategic decision about the direction of the business or the podcast. I also might ask myself, is this gonna le- help Lena? And I find like when we're confused, yes. when we don't know where to go remembering who we do this for that and give it a name. I even have a picture of her, um, that I pulled up out of yes, internet me too. <laughs> and yeah, just say, yeah. you know, who's that ideal person is every decision so that you make really serving that person. Exactly. Mine is called Sarah. <laughs> Lovely. So, okay. So that's great. Know why you're doing what you're doing. Know who's your ideal listener, your avatar. And, I think the next step would be to define the format of the episode. So can you tell us more about that? What kind of podcast formats exist and uh, how do you recommend choosing that?
0: It helps a lot when you again go back to what is your goal with the podcast and what do you want to achieve? Uh, If network building is one thing that's top of mind, then interviews are great, What we are doing right now, an interview style podcast, because it helps you to connect with great people and build a relationship with them. Um, If you have an expertise you want to share, uh, you will have a lot of benefit if you're doing a, a solo show. So to say, uh, so where you give your uh, give tips about whatever it is that you can teach others, and have a script ready and teach your audience that. Uh, and then there is another format that's called audio drama. You could say so that's really the storytelling podcast where um, you know you might have heard of Serial. That is one of the very popular ones. So I think these are like the the three big formats of podcasting that that you can choose yeah. uh interviews solo uh audio drama show um having said that uh it's very common uh to combine number one and two like solo show and interview there is a benefit like you're doing it for mm-hmm. example Amel that you would sometimes invite in guests, uh, with an interview, but the main, the main, um, focus would be a solo show and, and you teaching other people your expertise. So the important thing, what you have to think about is which is the format that fits you as well? Uh, your goal. And then also, you know, your, your personality, like, are you do you like to chat with other people? Or do you like to more analyze uh, for yourself? Um, But having said that, actually, I would love to challenge everyone to kind of try, try them, all out during their podcasting journey along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, nothing is written in stone. I have Correct. experimented a lot on my channel and I've experimented with all of these formats. I have a main format that is interviews and I stick to that. I think it's important for your for your audience to find consistency in your podcast. They know what to expect. But then now and then, you know, yeah. I kind of like to test and surprise my listeners as well and see
1: how how do they react to that That's, I love that this is so powerful and i love that you talked about you know like the format has also to be aligned with your goals but it but second then you have to be consistent once you decide doesn't stop you from experimenting though. And I always say that to my clients, if you want to start a podcast, to set yourself as the expert to go to, I recommend to have a solo episode. But the great benefit of interviewing people is, as you said, is to develop your network, but it also drives traffic to your podcast because your guests will share it. And I want to go back to something you said at the beginning uh, that was really powerful as well. You know how podcasting can lead to an amazing journey and I know that through podcasting not only it helped me set up you know my brand and position myself as the expert in my field but and I'm sure you've seen that as well um, podcasting opens the door to amazing community yeah it I I keep
0: checking in with my guests this is not a one one time thing you know interview next 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 not at all I even had I dedicated a whole season of my podcast and that's how I'm how I'm actually allowing myself to experiment a bit with formats and trying new things so I have um, started to put everything in seasons Mm. and then one of my seasons was dedicated to going back to people I had originally already interviewed and I looked at what did they have in common. So I particularly looked at founders because not everyone I interviewed actually started their own organization, but I had many that did. And then I dedicated a whole season to just these founder stories. And what was so incredible about it was that You know, now this was the second time I sat down with them. And in between, I checked in with them and I helped them share their initiatives and fundraising campaigns and so on. And then, you know, it's like it becomes like a family. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, It's so beautiful to have these group of people that are then also cheering me on. In times when I felt, oh my God, this is all getting a little bit too much with maternity leave, keeping everything going, or like this last year, uh, or what we're still in with this global pandemic, that you you build kind of like your own tribe and support system because all of a sudden your guests actually they also become your, your drivers and motivators. And I think that was beautiful to see also for in the episode, in your 200-episode celebration with, where one of your listeners, Amel interviews you. I mean, mm-hmm. that just says everything. You're building relationships with your guests, with your listeners. And this makes it such a powerful, just such a powerful uh, way to to build a community that will always lift you up as well in moments when you have a rough day.
1: I can't agree with you more. I love how you talk about podcasting. It's so beautiful and I can't agree with you more than that for sure. So we talked a lot about the things to think about before. I think it's important and once we have the format comes the time to start the production. So it will be not possible at all to talk about it in one episode. Obviously, this is the thing that starts becoming a bit more complex, but we'll try to make it easy for you to at least understand the big lines, Nomad Nation. But again, as I mentioned before, uh, one thing I did not mention actually before is that you have created a special promo code for the listeners of Tandem Nomads who want to take an online course with you with 10% discount. So Nomad Nation, in this episode's show notes, I will give you this guidebook with all the free resources we have for you. And if you are decided to get the support you need to be more effective, make sure to join Regina's course that's called uh, Start Your Podcast, Make an Impact, and put in the promo code Nomads, so that you can have your 10% discount. So that's one important information. So talking about production, where would you like to start? There's so many things to say about production, but what would be those key elements that you think uh, can help uh, structure this conversation?
0: I would start, like to start with saying this part scares everyone. <laughs> I was freaked out, especially when you're a newbie. Mm -hmm. uh, And I'm totally self taught, I wish I would have had some proper guidance, but I just, uh, I didn't. So I, I tried to figure it out on my own. But having said that, I think allow yourself to feel out of your comfort zone if you've never edited an audio file before. But then allow yourself to try it out. There are Many affordable production companies nowadays that offer to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you notice that this is a part of that podcasting journey that you despise, I just want to tell you, you you really don't have to keep doing it. Or some people also don't have the time to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. And there are affordable places where you can outsource. Having said that, I think it is so important and so impactful if you just learn it yourself, because it will help you to curate your stories better. Mm -hmm. First of all, Uh, you will become a better um host because what you do when you listen back to that episode and maybe cut some things out and put in an intro and an outro, you will hear yourself talk and you will notice things that you can improve. When I first started, I had after, when my interview guest talked, I constantly said, mm-hmm, yeah, mm, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, (laughs) while the person was speaking. And that was all, I couldn't even edit that out. Painful. But then now, then you notice that about yourself and you will become a better communicator. So all of a sudden, that whole production side of things and editing side of things that maybe you thought is annoying actually becomes a learning opportunity for you. And there are some shortcuts on your computer that you can learn. And then you can actually do that really quick. And what I always recommend, my and how I'm looking at editing, you know, I also don't have so much time to do it. That's why I just keep it raw. I don't edit much out of it of the conversation. I just leave it. If I have some major blurps or bloopers, I maybe cut it out. Uh, but really, I just leave the conversation. I put in an intro, put in an outro, add my jingle music. And um, and off we go. And it's, 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 it's such a creative thing to do as well. There's so many, if you're starting to get into it, there's so many opportunities how you can experiment. Like what I, for example, do, I put in a lot of like listener comments now as well. I let my community share their voice, like a little one minute message from one of our listeners that's making an impact. And if you yourself know how to do it, you can quickly edit that in, in an episode. You don't even have to tell your producer or someone else to please put this and this part in at minute 53.02.
1: I've tried that. I've tried that with three different companies and I, it, t- it ended it up work. taking more yeah. time it than takes editing. It took time as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I don't discourage yeah. it, but so you said something very smart. Is like, if you really can't do it, if you really are busy, just get it done by somebody else. I know for some people, it works really well. But um, there's a huge benefit, as you said, in editing yourself because it makes you a better speaker and also a better moderator because you start seeing trends of how conversations are happening and things like that. So um, very, very good. I love that you're saying that. So the first part is editing. Uh, I think the next is obviously hosting the podcast. And here, I think we need to explain a little bit. That's the part where I think it's a bit of a gray zone for a lot of people. Um, And for me, that's what makes a difference between a real podcast and people who actually have a show that they upload on YouTube. There's a lot of people who do that and call it a podcast. And I'm not sure if you agree with that. For me, it's the hosting, the type of hosting that makes you have a podcast show. Would you agree with that? You gotta, ha- you gotta have an RSS feed and this, uh, this, this note will
0: irritate many now. It, we don't have to get technical, but yes, definitely. If you don't have that feed, then technically you are not a, you are technically not a podcaster. And for that, you need this media host.
1: That's what you're referring yes. to. So right? let's explain like, that. Yeah. Can you explain yes. a little bit of that? Ah,
0: uh, the, I love to. I love to um, explain it in that sense, so that it's not that intimidating. This uh, technical word it's like, it's kind of like where your podcast lives, you know, it's like their home, it's like their flat, you know, everyone needs an address. uh, So your podcast needs that home. And it has to be in a particular format. And that's just because it's audio. And that's um, what it needs. Yeah, so it cannot, it cannot choose any house it wants, it needs like a particular house. Yeah. And you put your podcast file in that home uh and there are many companies nowadays that offer you uh to to do that yeah and these
1: are should we list a few or should we say who you are working with yeah let's do let's Uh, exchange a little bit Uh, yeah we'll have a list of recommended resources in this freebie but i'd love to hear what you use and maybe i'll share what i use and we can compare notes that could be interesting
0: Yeah. So these companies nowadays out there, so many different providers offer this service now to give your podcast a home. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they go from costing nothing, zero, to... I don't know how much. Yeah, there is like a there is a range. There's a range there. Um but for like uh, I would say um professional podcasters like us Amel, uh we we kind of like to um to, we are also willing to pay for yeah. um for a, a stable hosting uh with a with a good provider that we are happy with. And I do that. I do that for my show um with a provider called uh, lips in I can say that, that the leader, that's the leader that's the
1: leader one of the top leaders in hope podcast hosting oh, in, yeah. in in hosting and really all I do I think there's
0: uh, they would offer much more uh, like um, services but how I'm using my media host is really just I'm taking my audio file and I'm putting it there and then I'm hosting it there and then I use that file and and then add it on my website and that way uh, they generate this RSS feed for me so that automatically, and that's the great thing about having this home for your podcast, because that's a question that a lot of people always ask is, how do I get it on Apple? How do I get it on Google? How do I put my podcast on on Spotify? Once you have that home for your, for your podcast created, like for example, Libsyn or a free version would be anchor or you have a great host media
1: um, um, media host you said yeah so mine is called captivate and I will talk about it when you finish yeah captivate I'd love to to mention it in a few minutes but I'd love to you to continue what you're saying and then I'll come yeah. back to captivate so you're saying yeah uh, uh, yeah so I'm and back.
0: then once you have that you have agreed upon or you chose you just choose one you know there's no right and wrong really yeah. either I mean they all provide pretty good services yeah. nowadays yeah and then you uh you actually just have to register or submit your podcast, once. And I think that's something that takes a lot of fear out of, out of, out of people and new podcasters as well. Mm -hmm. When you launch your show, you do that once you submit this feed that your media host uh, automatically generated. You don't have to program anything or so your show will have kind of like a website link. That's Mm -hmm. really what it is. It's kind of like a link And that link you can then use to submit and add your your podcast on all kinds of different um, platforms. And you do that once. And oftentimes these media hosts, they also do that automatically for you. So you just upload it. And then even that first time, they also do that for you. And then what happens is every time you create a new app, episode, You don't have to do that from scratch every time. You just do that the first time for your show. And then because um, this RSS feed knows when you updated your new episode, it will then... It's like magic, you know. I always love <laughs> I always love it. Do you also like refresh yes. your refresh your feed when I'm uploading my new episode and I'm I'm putting it live and then I can really count, you know. It doesn't it, it doesn't go instantly on all platforms at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um uh with Apple it always takes uh, I would say a, a half a day or so until the new episode shows up in the feed and then it's always such an exciting mm-hmm. exciting moment for me like, "Oh, the new it's episode big. is now on Apple yeah. or Spotify." On on all, and you would you would be surprised where it ends up because once your show is on Apple, especially the Apple feed, uh, a lot of other platforms
1: grab grab that feed from exactly. there. Exactly, they do it and automatically, and then you
0: show up on so many platforms.
1: Yeah. That's so good. So I, I loved when you talked about a home for your podcast. So for you to call yourself a podcaster, you need to have a podcast host. And the podcast host is the home of your podcast. But if I had to take a metaphor... Just like a website, like if you wanna have a website, you need to have a website host, like a platform that hosts your website. Um, It's the same with podcasting. Now, maybe that's a perfect segue to introduce the tool I use that is very unique, especially if you don't have a website yet. The one thing you need to know is that once you have a podcast host, you need to uh, put that RSS feed on your website and have a player On your website so that people can listen to your podcast as well on your website so that's something you need to do for every episode correct for every episode yeah Yeah. so that the the player is
0: there and yes that you have to do for every episode so
1: you upload your episode on your podcast host and then you take the information and put them on your website to make sure that you have a show notes or a web page for each episode with a picture of the guest and just like we we have for every episode um, a uh, show notes. Technically, it's called the show notes. So the tool I use, um, Regina, that you were mentioning is called Captivate. And when I started my podcast, I didn't have a website. And I discovered this tool called Captivate that actually is an all-in-one solution. It does podcast hosting and it does website hosting. And on top of it, it has a website builder, like an actually drag-and-drop system of website builders. So I never, never reached out to a web designer. I could have a professionally looking website. But the key reason why I love Captivate and Recommended is because of the team, the tech support. There is constantly tech support. My website crushed at least three or four times. And every single time, I just don't worry. I email, say, hey, fix it. And they fix it. So this is one of the things that I I recommend. So I will put the show notes episode as well. The, the link of captivate. If you don't have a website, this might be the a great sol- all in one solution uh, that I recommend. And I also have a, um, a discount promo code that I will put in the freebie of this episode. So again, everything we mentioned is going to be in this uh, resource cheat sheet that we have for you. So go to tandemnomads.com slash um, 206. Anything you want to add to that? I wish I would have known about that <laughs> when
0: I started my podcast. <laughs> Captivate sounds great, yeah. so I started building my website uh, on WordPress. I'm I'm happy how I have um, yeah. um, set it up now as well. I think now it it would be too late for me to change now because I have my website up and running and, and all that. But it's it, you know what excites me about this also, especially like this last year is how the industry is developing and all these different uh, also tools and gadgets. And, and I I can hardly keep up. I mean, I'm I'm on all the pod pod news and newsletters so that I can keep up with the industry developments as well. But I think it's such a, it's such an exciting space to be in. I'm so, I'm so happy to be in it. And I also see here in Hong Kong where I'm based now that just the people that started their podcast uh, just last year, it's really it's really some things are really happening and I'm working with schools here for example as well and that I'm really passionate about to see how how the podcasting itself it's you know the technical side of things and all this yes but also the the, these communication skills that you learn how to tell a story and I'm really happy to see that um, teenagers that I work with uh, now are learning these skills not just the how do you communicate a story but also how do you listen mm-hmm. how are you a good host and moderator uh, it's something that a skill that uh, we all need in whatever industry or job or in our private life yes. as well huh? yes being a sure. podcaster made me a better <laughs> parent
1: for sure <laughs> that's amazing that's really interesting That you think the, the you can see the parallel there Um, so I I, still have a few things to cover in terms of production. And I think that's really important distinctions to make that people like skip, uh, is the whole process with iTunes. I think that's the one particularity of podcasting where you need to submit. Um, and there are some rules about what, um, what your technically your, uh, your Podcast has to have. Can you summarize it without going too much in details, like the must things to submit your podcast to Apple? Because I think they're the ones who are making it the most yeah, complicated. The- <laughs> They're making
0: it complicated, but I also think uh, don't let it scare you. Mm-hmm. I think that was also the thing that really freaked me out because I thought maybe they're going to reject my podcast and I'm not going to be on Apple and then I'm not a podcaster because that's also one thing that I thought like you need the RSS feed, but you gotta be on Apple. It's still it's still the, the leading voice, even though that it does... Change up. It's their changing big time. Other people are aggressively coming into the space. So mm-hmm. they really have to up their game as well. Big I time. think they have a lot to catch up to do. Uh, they invented podcasting, user. but they couldn't keep up. Oh my God. Yeah. So what are they doing? Why were they sleeping these last few years? I've been so upset about their <laughs> interface and all that. Yeah. So Apple people, Apple podcasts, if you're listening, and this is iTunes. It used to be called iTunes. Now they rebranded it a while back into Apple podcasts. Yeah. Um, and they have catching up to do. And, you know, I, I wouldn't want to give the, the requirements now because they can change up. That's a good uh, point. But there is a, a site, there is a resource also within the course, I'm walking people through that, because I want also my students to to, to to follow their rules let's say like it is you yeah. want to be on apple podcasts that's one you don't want to miss out yeah. uh so when you are just an example there is there has to be a certain format of your a certain pixel uh size of your of your logo of your podcast artwork as yeah. it's called often the logo of your podcast so that has to be that has to be in a certain format and that, that can be, you know, if you're like me, a little bit bad with numbers, super intimidating, but there are design tools in can free design tools, Canva. I'm loving it. Can I give a shout out to Canva? Yes. Uh, You go in and you just put in the number, you know, you just put in the number of the size that it has to be, what is required at that moment that changes up now and then. Uh, So then it's done and you just follow these, um, these, these, steps. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's really not
1: that big of a deal. I, I love think your you positive. People, I love how you look at this. This is yeah. so good. Please,
0: no, no, no. Yeah. I, I know myself that I was, I know that this is a big worry because I had it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are, you know, if you really, um, and that might change up as well, but what I've seen with, um, like providers like, um, Anchor, uh, there are providers in the market that even take that whole process away from you, and I'm 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 critical towards it as well because I like as a creator I think it's it's also powerful if you yourself submit it to Apple because that will give you stats and insights as well. Mm-hmm. But if that's something that you find too overwhelming and you just want to make sure that you show up there, then consider anchor because they really do the whole process for you and you uh they submitted for you then to yeah. apple still having said that you need to fill the requirements and yeah. but that's um totally doable.
1: So just to summarize the rule, uh, as a podcaster nowadays, we still have to consider Apple Podcasts as the leading platform and follow their rules, because if we follow their rules, they're going to be adaptable to any other platform. So that's the most important, even if those rules keep changing very regularly. Very quickly, a very quick note, I don't want to spend too much time. You talked about statistics. Your podcast host is also what will provide you the statistics of the number of downloads per episode etc so that's something to know uh, that will help you track a little bit your audience and how you're doing uh, that's important so we talked about some of the key things to know about the production I want to have a quick word that could be a whole episode about promoting a podcast right I would love to know what are your key tips once you have launched and are ready to launch what do you recommend to do to be able to give a push to the podcast show and launch it very easy, easier said
0: than done, I know, but put yourself out there, Amen. make waves, do it. It feel it's going to be painful. It was for me as well, because especially when you're starting, you know, you're going to doubt it and like, oh, you maybe you want it to be even better because of course it's not going to be perfect yet. It never will be because you will keep developing, but you have to push yourself to put that promotion out there put together a newsletter, even put together a press release, you know, see, look at your existing network. That's where I always want to start. Like, make everyone listen to your podcast if they want or not. That's where you start. You know, I made everyone listen. I love it. <laughs> my poor family, <laughs> they don't even understand English, but like, you gotta listen. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> click on it. I don't care if you listen to the end, you have to press play <laughs> so that I have my first downloads so that you gain confidence. And of course, these are the people that that will give you the confidence because you know they, your friends, your family, they love you, they support you in anything you do, yeah. uh, and they will they will congratulate you, and that's where you start. And then you, over time, consists of course, consistently also keep showing up with this promotion. And yeah. the the popular formats are that you would have like a graphic for your where you show either the picture of your guest or you um you have another nice graphic you made with a nice quote from that episode. Uh, popular is also to to do like a little little audio clip so that people with subtitles even if they just scroll through their feed something is moving so video has a place in podcasting as well when we're looking at the promotional side of things Um, but what I really want people to encourage is to 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 use their own voice to promote it, you know, go live on Instagram. Maybe that's a bit too overwhelming. In, and <laughs> in, at first I'm just starting that now, actually going live. Uh, but you know, tell, tell people why this is important to you, why, why you put in the hours and the effort and that you're excited about it. And then this will be what people will pick up on and that will make them curious. Um, so you have to keep doing that for every single episode. You have to, otherwise, I think there are a lot of people. They they produce, they produce, they and they, they put the episode there, and then and then they stop. Like one 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 time, they promoted it and then over. You have to keep pushing it out there. You cannot assume that, especially nowadays with the algorithm and all that, that when you put one posting that people saw it. And then that's also something that I'm learning now more and more is that it's totally okay to publish several times. Or if you're using Twitter, that you do it like there are these scheduling tools where you can do repeat. Why not? You know, just automatically repeat it because people are probably not even gonna see it because of their algorithm. So you can put it out more often. And I always recommend people to start with the platform they are already very active in mm-hmm. and already very comfortable in mm-hmm. and where they already communicate regularly with their community and that's where you you know that's where you start to build the, the confidence correct. and also all the episodes that's what I do a lot as well like when there is some and you will notice that once you have like a, a catalog of you know one day Amel we're all gonna have 200 episodes <laughs> like you and then you will see there is a special occasion uh, where this particular episode fits even if it's like from one year ago yeah.
1: promote it again repurposing yeah. yeah that's what we do in Tandem yes. as well we repurpose some episodes like at the end of the year we pick the two most downloaded episodes and we rebranded them repackaged them and then uploaded them Uh, so that's also a way as well to make sure that you stay consistent and that's basically something you mentioned briefly but I want to really insist is consistency the key to be successful podcaster is to pick your frequency I would say minimum once a week if you're really serious about it it would be great to have it once a week um once a month is not enough I think for a podcast um it it will just mean 12 episodes per year, which doesn't help create a loyal listenership, right? Uh, As long for you, to build an audience I think we have to become part of their routines I I love Nomad Nation if you're listening while driving right now or while cooking I've heard so many of you telling me oh you're in my ride today or my walk my morning walk so this is why I love is being part of the listeners you know routines so that's why consistency is important because then you become part of the routine and that's how you create a loyal listenership is when you're part of their routines and that's why it's important. So do you have any tips for yourself to remain consistent with the podcast? Because with all the highs and ups and lows of life, it can be sometimes difficult to keep up.
0: And life happens mm-hmm. and you move to another place and all of a sudden you are homeschooling three under six-year-olds or you're having a new baby so I also just to share a bit from my experience I also started out the podcast with producing weekly Mm -hmm. that's how I started Um, and it was uh, I kept that going like for I think it was a year until I was it my maternity leave with my second? I had to switch it up. Yeah, I that's and different, at that time yeah. I didn't have any co-hosts yet. So I think the, the important thing to, to know is that um, yes, of course, you you need to, I think the consistency is the key, but also the commitment. Mm-hmm. And then if you notice, you know, in your life, it should not become a burden and a stress factor where you think. I have to put a new episode out there, otherwise it's not going to be consistent, and I I need to put something out there. Listeners will feel that if it's rushed and stressed. Mm-hmm. So what I always like to look at with my students is what's going to happen. Can you do? You already you kind of know. Maybe some some things you cannot know. The pandemic, I mean, that all kind of took us by surprise. But once you're in it you kind of know that this will be something that you will maybe not get out of within the next month. So how can you then um, just communicate with your audience and keep them in the loop what's happening. Mm -hmm. So I did that, for example, for my latest maternity break, where I really, really put it down, because I knew I have these kids at home, I need to school, and all these things are happening in my life, I have to recover from birth. So I slowed it down, I took it down to only once a month. But I gave my listeners a heads up. And I said, This is what's going to happen for the next half year. We have prepared these beautiful episodes for you. And, you know, I was really nervous about it, that it would negatively impact my download numbers, because, of course, when you when you put less episodes out there and let's say you have a a a fan base that listens to or downloads, subscribes to your podcast and has you on repeat or whatnot, uh, if you only give them one a month instead of four a month, then of course your downloads are going to drop. And that was like my big worry, like, oh, my God, my downloads, the downloads. Oh, my gosh. But you know what happened? They didn't. And I had uh, had an amazing intern who helped with promoting and we just went crazy with promoting old episodes. Yeah. Like, have Very you listened smart. to that one? And actually that one from like three years ago, listen to that. Um, and the, the the downloads were not just stable. They even went up. What totally shocked me <laughs> like what? So we even gained new listeners during that time while I was like breastfeeding, but I have That's to so smart, really point out, you Very need smart. to plan, you know, you need to look ahead. And this is something that didn't just happen by chance that was I knew I was going to have that baby and the planning for that, for that maternity leave started like half a year before I went on maternity leave. So, 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 and in podcasting, you can do that you can in any in any in any medium you can but uh, from the
1: moment you're serious about it you need to plan it and I love how you give so many great ideas here what you can do if at some point you can't keep up and Nomad Nation please listen to this again everything that Regina said I was like nodding my head like it it, my neck is hurting from nodding so many great tips there that you shared about how to do that Uh, one of the things as well that I want to share well actually it happened to me as well that at some point I was not doing well and I had to stop the podcast and like you said is communicate so I communicated I was stopping and then I told my audience how scared I was that they will never come back when I'm back it was so sweet because then I had an episode of relaunch and so I'm going to post those two episodes maybe it will inspire you if it's helpful Nomad Nation on the show notes of this episode but um one quick thing to know, every episode doesn't have to be 45 minutes. And this one is the longest since a long time because we're, it's, like oh a God, mini, it. it's like a mini class that we're sharing with you here. But um, your episodes can be 10 minutes, five minutes. It doesn't have to be long. Right. So that's the first thing that I want to share. Just keep it short if you don't have the time. And second, batching. I batch my episodes at the beginning of the month. I prepare all my episodes for the next month. So, is that something that you can as well do? Um, so that it's not always easy. I pro- it's, it's not always that smooth and easy, but having that in mind really helps not have to think every single week about what you're going to put out there. So, just a quick tip there. Wow. We covered a lot. We have to put an end to this episode. Um, but no Nation, again, I highly recommend you to check out Regina's online course. It is fantastic. It is really well done. Uh, so download the resources we have for you in the show notes episode. And there you will find all the information on how to get Regina's course and use the promo code TandemNomads to get 10% discount. Uh, so go to tandemnomads.com 206 to find all that information. Before we say goodbye, Regina, is there anything you want to end with uh, for all those who are considering to start a podcast?
0: have the courage to leverage your voice mm-hmm. this is unique no one has no one has your tone of voice no one has your accent no one no one sounds like you and this is something that even though i i know we can feel very insecure about that about how we sound and our own voice but if we really step into
1: that power that it holds, then anything is possible, really. Yes, this is so beautiful. Nomad Nation, soak it in. Regina, you've been doing an amazing job. Thank you so much for the inspiration and the great tips you shared with us today. Where's the best place to find you and to listen to your podcast? Can you uh, share with us the name and all the links that you have? Yes, definitely. I just
0: want to share one link. I think that's the easiest. The home of my podcast Yes, so you can check it out at hashtag impact.com. And you find the links there to the to the podcast and uh, lots of resources and inspiration, hopefully for your own impact,
1: as well as podcasting journey. Wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Regina and uh, Nomad Nation. Uh, make sure to check all the information again. And I can't wait to hear about your podcasting journey once you get launched. And Regina, thanks again. And I will see you Nomad Nation in the next episode. Stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.